Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Grace Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. The title of this message is Who is Leading You? I remember many years ago I was to go on a trip somewhere to honor an invitation. Now having not been to that part of the country before, I didn't know exactly how to get there. Now had it been today or these days, I could have used apps like Google Maps and it like, it wouldn't have been a problem at all. But this was like 20 years ago. So I needed somebody who knew the way. Well luckily, someone said to me that they knew the way and so we made plans to ride out together on the very day the day came and i got dressed and drove out to pick my guide for the trip when i got there he was still getting ready so i waited for him for a while to get dressed and come out and meet me in the car and we took off now as we proceeded on our trip I struck up a discussion with keen interest to find out how he came to this obscure part of the country. However, as he began to talk, my keen interest slowly began to turn into disgust as it became more obvious that he did not actually know the place. Apparently, the summary of his story was that he had heard of the place before and was sure we could get directions as we go. To say that I was angry is to put it very lightly. My trip was fast turning into a wild goose chase before my very eyes. Have you ever been so angry but could not express it because <laughs> It would not have helped matters. I kept very silent while boiling like a tea kettle. I could almost feel the steam rising from my head. I had no words for this man. But after a good while had passed, I finally asked him his plans for asking directions. He then said once we get to a place with people, we will stop and ask them. It was like my anger was renewed again. I could have done this myself. I can ask for directions without him. Why do I need him to be my guide if I'm just going to ask other people for directions? It was nice to have company, but he should have simply said he wanted a joyride rather than tell me that he knew where we were going. At least I would have been prepared for all this. Cut the long story short, we ended up turning back and heading back to Lagos because it was getting late and as we drove aimlessly, we kept being directed in opposite directions by different people. You know how people are. We apparently asked the wrong people for directions so the trip became pointless after a while and we had to turn back. I eventually called and apologized 
to the people who invited me and told them that I was sorry that I could not honor the invitation anymore. Now this my story is a perfect description of the journey of a lot of Christians. They simply follow other people without finding out their story. Had I asked this guy how he knew where we were going before we started the trip, I would certainly not have used him as my guide. I simply took his word for it and placed my life in his hands on the basis of blind trust. And he took me to go and see Nigeria and came back. Jesus said, when the blind leads the blind, they both fall into a ditch. Who is leading you? Where did they come from? What is his or her story? How did he or she come to open a church? Remember this. You can only go as far as the person who is leading you can go. You can only arrive where the person leading you knows. The question you need to ask yourself before you decide to make someone your leader or your pastor is, where do I intend to go? Can this person take me there? Where has he or she been? Where are they coming from? What has he or she been through? What is this person's profile? Most important of all is how much of Christ can I see in this person? Now this last question is necessary if Christianity is your goal. I'm not talking about Christ's abilities miracles and all that. No, I'm talking about Christ's character. Two major things characterize Christ. That is love and self-sacrifice. Not prayers, not miracles, not prophecies. Which are the things that characterize most people who say they want to lead people in churches today. Do not follow men because of these three things prayer, miracles, and prophecies. Christ prayed from time to time, but he usually separated himself when he wanted to pray. He did not put it on display, so no one really knows what he prayed about, except for the time that he taught the disciples how to pray and the Garden of Gethsemane, where he sweated blood. And when he prayed over his disciples, those are the times that people heard him pray. Apart from that, nobody knew what he prayed. He did miracles mostly out of compassion and did not really desire the recognition for it. Many times he said, please don't tell anybody because he knew the kinds of things that would blow up if people started to hear. One time Christ told the people, it is because of the bread and the fish. Because the moment he did those miracles, so many people feel environment. And he could hardly move anywhere anymore. He healed people but asked them, please don't tell anybody. Because he didn't want that kind of recognition at that time. 
Now he gave prophecies mostly in passing, responding to questions. So those things are not the things that characterize Christ, but the things that characterize Christ are his love and his self-sacrifice. I am not saying his any particular person or kind of person cannot be a leader or a pastor. But not everyone can be my own leader or my own pastor. What about you? We are following Christ. But the reality is, until a Christian reaches a level of maturity, they need to be discipled. While seeking a leader, you need to open your eyes and your understanding. Do not fall into the trap of believing God has designated you to follow a particular person. Christ is the author and the finisher of our faith, and he has indeed given gifts of men with certain abilities to help his people along. These men's abilities are meant for the body of Christ generally, not to a particular person or a particular set of people. However, I believe that who you take as your leader is entirely up to you and they don't need to have any gifts at all. My candid advice is, take your eyes off the gifts and look at the man himself. Before you decide to follow, look at the character. Don't follow gifts, follow men. Gifts are useful, but it's the person carrying the gift that actually matters, not the gift. Appreciate men with gifts so that you can partake of their gift, but do not follow them because of their gifts. Look for Christ in them by looking out for love and self-sacrifice. Ultimately, Christ is the one we should all follow. Once you are now matured to a certain level, you can now also be saddled with the responsibility of leading someone else, even as you have been led. This is the system of discipleship declared by Christ in the Great Commission to His Church in Matthew chapter 20, from verse 18 to 20. Because the disciple means a student. So, be observant and also be spiritually sensitive. That's the real meaning of watch and pray. When you decide to follow someone, do not follow blindly, but open your eyes and also speak to God. I am not saying that the person you will follow must be perfect. Neither am I saying that the person you are following must know everything. However, the two things that cannot be compromised is the character of love and self-sacrifice. Those are the things that you should look for. And once they are missing, do not follow. Follow Christ even as you follow the men who are leading you along. Thank you for listening. Hope you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on 
epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.